Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, on today's show, if you're planning to retire in 2022, we've got some suggestions that'll keep you on the right track. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is a fiduciary. He is president of Retirement Wealth LLC and so much more. Eric, um, you know, this, again, folks are planning to retire this year, obviously. You've got clients that are going to retire this year. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things that that sort of impact all of that. I mean, from the pandemic to, you know, global politics to, I mean, you name it. And there's there's a lot of stuff brewing out there. How, yeah. how do we prepare? What do we have to do? Well, the thing is, is that you really have to concentrate on yourself. You know, I mean, if you're going to worry about, you know, what's happening politically, you're going to lose. You know, there, there's nothing you can do. Um, we always take a look at things that you can control and things that you cannot control and really truly focus on the things that you can control because you can't control who's going to be in the White House. You can't control volatility. Um, you know, you're not going to have much say in interest rates. So really, I mean, everybody's worried about volatility in the markets. Everybody's worried about, you know, political reasons. But what you really need to be focusing on is your own income plan, your own economy, your own personal economy. And, you know, remember out there, there are economies that are thriving, that are doing very well. So concentrate on yours and make sure that yours is, is thriving. There's so many people that just want to survive through retirement. We actually want to thrive through re retirement. And how we do that is we find ways to financially propel you the best that you can through your retirement. A lot of that is done through financial planning. And one of the things that uh, part of that plan in includes, if you're over 50, taking advantage of some of those catch-up contributions. I think people don't put enough credit for how much that can make a difference in their retirement if they can pony up the, you know, if you're over 50, $27,000 into a 401k. Right. Huge difference. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, a lot of times we're busy taking care of our kids, raising our families and everything. So we haven't had the ability to put away money. But now all of a sudden, when we get into our 50s, we realize, okay, this is a time for me to catch up. And there's a lot of times where our clients are sitting down with us and saying, look, you know, my child, who is not a child anymore, obviously, but is getting into their 50s, we want to make sure that we can help them out so that they can maximize everything. So we're going into their 401ks, we're going, we're taking a look at their plan, and we're trying to see where there's opportunities there to provide some of these catch-up provisions. And again, there's a lot of great things out there, but people aren't aware of those, especially if you're a business owner. You know, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, there's a lot of different things out there that you can do. Um, and these are the things that people want to know. They want to be more educated about that. And again, these sometimes when these are properly implemented, these can be life-changing things that are going to happen to someone financially. So I'm so happy to present these to people, and they actually get excited about putting more money away. Well, I mean, well, because that's very important. Powering, Eric, as you know, you know, you start to see that balance grow, and that gets very exciting. And, and for me, anyway, it makes me want to save more. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, if there was a gentleman who owned a uh, machine shop and he forced his employees to put into this fund and a lot of them were like, ah, in the beginning, you know, it's like, I was like, here's the paperwork, you know, they weren't very excited. They're like, oh, this guy again, right? Yeah. And so I go in there and we, we sign all the paperwork and I'll tell you what, a year and a half later, they were excited to see me. They're like, hey man, my account's doing really well. I can't believe how much I saved. And so, you know, it got to be exciting and then they watched wanted to put more money away. So they were just surprised. They're like, I never expected it to grow like this. And again, we've had some really great years in the market. So I still explained to them, look, it may not always be like this, but for the most part, you're going to be okay. And they enjoy saving. Sure. And as we start to put that plan together, we have to take you know, a lot of pieces of the puzzle and, and put them together. And that's what you do. And you, you and your team do so well is to put those puzzle pieces together and there isn't a finite. There isn't a, a said. Okay, you've got to have this much to save for retirement. There isn't a. There isn't a number that's good for everyone, is there? No, I mean, and, and that's kind of what makes it fun for us, and and also challenging at the same time. Everyone that comes through the front door has a different situation. They have different goals. They have different objectives. They have different monetary needs. They have different monetary amounts. So everyone that's coming in it is a completely different puzzle. And and again, I mean, if everybody walked in and needed the same thing, it'd be rather boring, actually. And uh, I mean, again, that's why we've created a financial planning team. We've created an income planning team. And because, like I said, they're thrown with a lot of different challenges. But then the wealth management side of our firm is also thrown challenges in itself, too, because there's so many different risk tolerances that we have to deal with, so many different budgets, so many different uh, uh, investment portfolios to choose from. So, again, it's challenging for different sides. But then again, we're collaborating together all throughout the year for the benefit of that client. One of the things I think we can't we sometimes lose sight of is as we get ready for retirement, we want to have fun. And we need to have money to have fun. But that's also part of the plan, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we do. I mean, there's a lot of people that say, look, I've been working so hard forever. I really want to get back to the the hobby that I've been um, introduced to. Um, I want to get back to spending more time with my family. And uh, there's one gentleman that came in and I said, you know, what are your goals and objectives? He's like, I really want to get reunited with my daughter. He's like, I feel like you know, while working, I put her through a great school, I put her through a great college. And he goes, I just want to get reacquainted with her. And he goes, there were so many years that were lost. And he's like, that's the most important thing for me is that I want to spend more time with her. And, you know, I really realized that, you know, there's not a lot of money that that takes, right? right. But all the things that he sacrificed to give her a better life was important to him, sure. you know? So again, we have to really take a look at what you want your retirement to be like. And, uh, you know, so we're trying to fit that in with everyone. And again, everything is tethered down to your rate of return. Everything gets tethered down to that financial plan. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, unfortunately there are financial hurdles that come across. There's gonna be things that come out of left field that we never expected. We have to be prepared for those as well. Sure, <laughs> I just can't help stop it. I'm sorry, but all I can hear is Harry Chapin and the cats in the cradle. In the yeah, stores. yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I, I that's really funny that you bring that up, Steve. Is because, uh, you know, and 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 I really hate to say this because it's 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 
funny, but, you know, sad at the same time. But, sure. you know, my mom said the other day, my mom's been living with me. And she's like, I came home the other day. And she goes, hey, you know, I was wondering if we can go to the movies. I'm like, I'd love to, mom. I said, but I have an appointment tonight. She's like, oh, okay. So I run back to the office, you know, and then, uh, you know, a week later, she says, hey, I was wondering if we could go get dinner sometime. And I'm like, yeah, mom, I go for sure. I said, we have a we have a appointment. I said, after that, you know, I'll come back and grab you. So so during uh, dinner, she's like, you know, she goes, it just seems like you don't have any time for me. And I go, oh, kind of like the time that you weren't able to make my baseball games because <laughs> yeah. you were working. And um, <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. And so I said, you know, I said, look what you made, you know. And so we talked, we laughed about cats in the cradle. And, uh, you know, it's just the that's just what happens? I mean, you you know, you end up working and you get dedicated to your career or whatever it is, and, and things just go on the wayside. And a, a lot of listeners, you know, have realized over the years that I've never had children. And so, um, uh, you know, it's just one of the things, I mean, I, I thought I was, and then I thought I wasn't, and it just never happened. So, but again, the career took over and really was my complete passion. But yeah, Cats in the Cradle, I mean, I think that that holds true for an awful lot of people out there for sure. Well, sure. As you I mean, especially as, you know, I mean, I'm a father, and, and as you get a little bit older, you realize, hmm, I did kind of miss some stuff along the way there. And, yeah. I mean, you can't fix it, but all you can do is just just move forward from where you are, and, uh, you know, especially in retirement, that gives you the opportunity to be able to, you can't make up time, but you can spend your current time doing what you want to do, and maybe financially helping them out as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, and, you know, the one thing is, is that my parents... I mean, I know absolutely that they love me, so I, I don't. There's no issues there. I think the the biggest issues were is that I realized what they left me with was a strong work ethic. Um, they implemented integrity into me. Um, told me to be truthful. You know, you never have to remember what you said if you always tell the truth. I've never forgotten that. Um, so there's a lot of things that both of my parents being self-employed as I grew up with them instilled in me that I'll never forget. And, and again, the work ethic that I have and the, the passion that I have to, to help other people is massive. And that's what, what I've gotten from them. So very grateful for that. And I think what we have to look at from our parents is what did we get out of them, you know, in a good way, you know, because there's a lot of times where people say, oh, they did this and they did that. Eh, who cares? Nobody's perfect. What did they do that gave you very good things in life? And that's what I look at. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, you make me smile right there. I was just having some good thoughts. The yeah. um, So uh, we're coming up against the end of the uh, the, the segment here. Um, one, I just want to mention this. Retirement planning isn't linear. It's got to be evolving, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, again, we've had so many financial plans, very few, but so many plans that have come in through the front door, not a lot of people have these, but the ones that are, they're printed off. And again, they were printed off, they were done three and five years ago. Let me tell you something, if you have a, a financial plan that's been printed off, it's irrelevant in three to four months. And so all of ours are digitally, they live online, they're changed, they're tied to your brokerage account, get a financial plan done because nothing is linear for sure. Well, and on that note, let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Eric, come on in, sit down and get that plan together. Yeah, everybody out there, um, you know, this is a new year. Let's get it started right. If you're out there and you have a little bit of reasonable doubt with your current financial situation, you're looking for a second opinion, or you've never had a written financial plan, 
Let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. If you've saved $500,000 or more, call us today. Let's run all the reports for you. We'll run the fee reports, the volatility analysis, a tax analysis. Let's see where you stand. Again, let's get you reacquainted with that portfolio. If you're looking for income strategies, we can show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So give us a call today, 1-800-779-1942. Hey, that sounds great. Again, take it, take Eric up on his offer to come on in, sit down, and put that financial roadmap together. Maybe if you've got a plan like he just said, it may be time for some revisions and some changes. Eric understands that. Take advantage of the practical financial review. It starts with that call, 800-779-1942. Five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review that Eric just described. You will see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you've got a roadmap that can help get you to to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Five callers. 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, when we come back, we'll take a look at some financial factors that are often overlooked. Some things to consider as you map out your retirement. We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joining us now is Joseph Lanza, works with Eric. He is a fiduciary as well. Always good to hear from you, Joseph. How are you? Hi, Steve. Great to be here. Very, yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, uh, one of the things we're going to talk about here, there is something called the Forbes Finance Council. That's an invitation-only group of senior advisors. And, and so what we've done is put together some things that they all sort of agree upon mm-hmm. uh, when, when it comes to retirement planning. And we talked a little bit about this in the last segment, but, uh, you know, try to optimize as much as you can max out that 401k contribution. I mean, that's the biggest tool that we have to save for retirement today. I don't think people realize what a big factor their 401k is. It's typically the largest portion of your retirement savings. And so the better that you manage this, the better that you monitor this, the better that you maintain this more than likely the better off you're going to be in the long run. And so there's a lot of times where people will call in, they're like, yeah, I got this 401k, but I'm more concerned about this. I'm like, whoa, 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 let's go back to what you just said. Because a lot of times what we wanna do is we wanna sit down, we wanna make sure that they are having the most optimal contributions, they have the most optimal asset allocation that they can, and the most relevant asset allocation that they possibly can. So uh, a lot of these factor into long-term, hopefully better than uh, expected results. And again, it's tied into your financial plan. So you wanna make sure that you're getting the very best uh, decisions from your 401k going forward. And one of those decisions could be, and Eric, you've, you've pointed out many times, that a lot of companies are now implementing or allowing contributions to a Roth 401k as part of that overall contribution. That can be a real, a real advantage as well. Yeah, so it depends, you know, uh, what your financial situation is. But yeah, the Roth 401k is a very powerful tool. And there's a lot of people that are looking to reduce their their uh, future taxes. That's a great way to look at it, too. And there's some times where you can still contribute to a 401k, still have an outside Roth 
um, IRA as well. So again, the Roth IRA uh, contributions and the Roth 401k contributions are definitely something to consider all along as well. One of the things we have to realize, and, and I think we all know, is we have to create income in retirement, and we need to know how much money we need to, to live comfortably, to, you know, what's, what's our livable wage, if you will. Right. And even when we do come to this number, there's another big question, and that's where are we going to pull this from? So even when we're able to figure out how much we need every year, the next question is, what accounts are we going to be pulling this from? And do we have a strategy for that? Because there's something called sequence of returns that shows us that it truly does depend or it, it does matter where we pull money from our accounts. If the market is going up that year, are we going to pull it from that account? If a, one product is performing bad, are we going to pull it from that account? It really does play a big role in the overall financial plan of where are we going to pull that income from? And it's really important to figure that out before you really need income from there because now you're not guessing. Well, it seems, you know, when, when we're working, we know every two weeks or however often we get paid, there's going to be a check. And right. when we retire, we've got to create that check. Yeah. So, I mean, in retirement, this is where people want accountability, right? We talk about where's my paycheck going to come from? And we just did another TV show. It's called Don't Wreck Your Paycheck. And it's a perfect title for that because it's like people don't want their money messed with, right? They want a, a certain income stream that's coming in at all times. And so a lot of times what we're looking at is how do we actually put this together? And like what Joseph's had said was we're looking at sequence of returns where's the most optimal place from all of your different accounts to pull that income from so and really what we're looking to do is create sustainability longevity people want to know that they can make it through difficult markets i mean look at the markets for this year already they're volatile they're all over the place tech is uh in a wreck. So, I mean, you just have a lot of things that are going on with the market that people are not comfortable with. So a lot of times we have to take a look at these and say, okay, look, let's look at other options. And that, I think that that's what we've created for a lot of our clients. So a lot of our clients are saying, okay, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I don't have to worry about all this stuff. And again, that's where it comes from sequence of returns. That is a real thing. And one of the things, another thing that we have to be concerned about um, that kind of feeds right into that, are you hearing a lot of people uh, worried about inflation? And I, I mean, I say that somewhat rhetorically. <laughs> so uh, what, do you, what do you say, Joseph? Do you think, you think people are concerned about well, that? Well, I mean, at coming in at 7% for 2021, I would definitely say so. Um, I think it's extremely important. And on top of that, I mean, healthcare inflation is even higher. And a lot of people don't even factor in healthcare into their financial plan. So, I mean, with, with regular inflation at 7%, healthcare inflation is even higher and we truly need to factor this into the plan and that's why whenever we're building a financial plan for somebody not only do we factor in inflation to their every single year their expenses but we're also factoring in what we call a rolling five-year window for long-term care and what this does is it allows us to factor into someone's plan five years of long-term care that is needed for them we don't know if it's going to happen in the next two years we don't know if it's going to happen the last five years of somebody's life we just know that there's a good chance chance they're going to have a long-term care event in there and we have to plan for it and when we put that in there it just gives people another sense of security that they truly are going to be able to sustain that event or if they're not then we need to start looking at strategies and other uh, ways that we can sustain that event i like what you said the, the five-year rolling window in terms of, of long-term care that so to me that becomes part of this evolving process of our overall plan 
Well, here, here's an interesting thing about that, too. We were actually recording our TV show, and there's about three other advisors that were watching our show being uh, recorded at the time. And we were talking about cost of living adjustment with Social Security. Mm-hmm. And there was an advisor said there that was sitting there. He's like, yeah, we do that. You know, no big deal. Then we talked about rising inflation that we're, we're, we're tapping in inflation two and a half to three percent to your inflation every year. He's like, yeah, we do that. You know, pensions, there's a cost of living adjustment. He's like, yeah, we do that. And then we said, OK, we also put in a five year rolling window for long term care for all of our clients so that we understand if we have a long-term care event, how that's going to affect us. And the advisor said, oh, yeah, we've never done that. Yeah. And think about that. Like healthcare is going to be probably more than likely the biggest thing that will financially cripple you in retirement. So people are worried about inflation. Look, we've been preaching inflation for over 20 years. Nobody really cared until this year. Right. I mean, right. We're, we're at 40 year new highs. Whatever you bought last year cost you 18 percent more this year. Right. So, I mean, everything is a lot more expensive this year than it was last year. Uh, you know, with the supply chain issues and everything that's out there, everything's a lot more expensive. Big deal. It's one year out of 40 years. Right. Inflation really isn't the issue. It's going to be other things that are a bigger issue. And by the way, when your advisor is actually factoring in inflation in your plan, you should not be worrying about this. But when your advisor is putting you in six bond funds that were negative last year, negative 2.32, negative 3%, and we had a gentleman come in a few months ago with six bond funds that he had lost a fortune on last year. Now factor in where the S&P 500 was 25, 26% last year, this gentleman did negative two and negative 3%. Now inflation for him is gonna be a huge issue and that's what people have to realize. Of course, and that, that rolls into debt as well and I know you're a get out of debt guy, Eric, and that's so important, especially from a consumer debt standpoint. You, you have, you kind of come down hard on people about that, don't you? Well, yeah, because, I mean, there's some ridiculous debt out there. I mean, in my early years, and we're talking 17, 18 years ago, I became immune to $100,000 credit card debt. You know, I mean, it was just wow. I was seeing it more and more often, $100,000 in credit card debt. That would scare me to death. Yeah, and for some people, you know, they just weren't concerned. They're just like, well, look what we got. Look what we got. A lot of times what you have to remember with debt is you're paying off debt from something that you may not even have anymore. And so there's people that have bought things that don't even have those things anymore. There's people that have gone on trips that, you know, the trip is gone and it was four and five years ago when we went on that trip. So the thing is, is that there's a lot of ridiculous debt out there. And again, compounding interest and time are on your side. Debt is not on your side. So you want to release that debt the best you can. Now, there is positive debt. You know, like uh, right now, we have a client that has a home in Orlando. They have a beach home down in Fort Myers. And now they're building a cabin up in North Carolina. So what we're doing is it makes sense for them to take out a mortgage at 3.2% because we believe that they can do a lot better in the market than what they're going to be paying on that mortgage. So again, it, it factors in, they can afford to have a small mortgage, but it's not horrible debt because they have so much real estate property. So again, you you really have to factor in your lifestyle, your longevity, take a look at everything and really work on that debt.
Well, and again, that that becomes very motivating as well. We talked about that in the first segment, how, you know, saving becomes motivating. Well, I'll tell you, paying off debt, having gone through this myself, it, 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 that becomes empowering as well, watching that debt shrink. Sure. I mean, you know, the, the lower it goes, the more you feel like, yeah, I'm finally getting out of this hole, yeah. you, you know, and it's like you're, you're digging yourself out of a hole. I mean, you know, think of think of your about yourself at, at the bottom of a hole and all of a sudden you start to like get more towards the top and, you know, it gets better and better. You can breathe easier. You can see more light. You're coming out of that hole. I mean, it's such a good feeling. And once you get out of that hole, you never want to go back. And that's the whole thing. So once you crawl out of that hole, fill that hole in and never go back to it. So debt is something really that creates a lot of us. And I think as younger people, we think, oh, this is cool. I can just borrow. And, you know, we don't think about the ramifications of paying it back. So we borrow, 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 and it just puts us worse in debt. And um, it, it's tough. And, and the last thing I'll say about that is it's tough for a lot of business owners, too, because they're bootstrapping their own businesses. You sure. know, they're, they're putting all their money back into their own business, and it's tough to save sometimes. Sure. But you got to find a way to do that. Well, and folks, if that's you, if we piqued your interest, now's the time to give Eric a call. Yeah, if you're out there listening, first of all, thank you so much. And I appreciate all the positive feedback that we've received over the years. If you're looking for a second opinion or you really truly want a written financial plan done, give us a call today. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee reports, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where you stand. Let's see where this plan leads you to. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio, again, without any obligation. If you're looking for a, uh, an income stream, we'll show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. So give us a call today, one 800 779-1942. It's that simple, folks. Get the ball rolling. Eric is happy to sit down with you and his team and put together a financial roadmap. It's a practical financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And it starts with that call to 800-779-1942. It's a comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but more importantly, you find that you now have a roadmap that can get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800 779 9-1-9-4-2. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, as an advisor, I get asked an awful lot of questions. When we come back, we'll tackle some questions you may be hesitant to ask, but you should ask anyways. WealthWorks Radio, we are back with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal and Joseph Lanza joining us too. And uh, so again, we're having a great conversation today. We covered a lot of ground in the last segment, but I, I want to kind of continue. And when you said, you just said, Eric, when you get at, you get asked a lot of questions. And, and I think that you must get a sense of people wanting to ask something, but they, but they don't. Yeah. And, and I get that. Of course. I mean, look, when it comes to finances or our lives, it becomes very personal. Um, it's 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 financially intimate, right? Um, people are embarrassed about some of the mistakes they made or the investments that they've made or uh, some of the investments that they've purchased. And so, you know, a lot of times, again, it gets very, um, you're very cautious when you're at the table because you don't 
want to put someone in a, in a funny position, but you can tell when there's, you know, someone has a question, they're just like, um, and it's like, it's okay. You know, and a lot of times people have to be reminded that we are fiduciaries, whatever happens in the room or what is said just stays within that room. I mean, we've had, um, neighbors, friends, family members who have come into a great deal of money that I had no idea that they come in to see me and they're like, look, you know, I, I'm trusting you with this and they have to trust us with this, you know? And so again, there's people that come in with a lot of money or a lot of, you know, situations or um, financial baggage and we have to be prepared for that. And again, we still want to give them the same respect um, that everyone else gets, no matter what your situation is and try to try to fix it, try to put you in a, in a better position. And really that's where the strategy comes in. So it doesn't matter what questions you have. We're just here to help you um, through a financial plan and see if we can put you in a better position. And don't be afraid to ask. I mean, there are no stupid right. questions. That certainly holds true in the world of financial planning, that I know. Right. Um, so when we talk about gray divorce, we've had segments on that in the past. And what what are the ramifications in a nutshell of and and do you see that as a trend as well well this is huge i mean unfortunately you know divorce is never a good thing and you know we have seen some horrible messy divorces i mean they're both very costly they're very expensive um they're emotionally draining and devastating and there's a lot of people who will truly question if they can rebuild financially from where they are. And one of the biggest um, things that we, I, I would say that one of the biggest items that we work with are going to be single women after a divorce or widowed women. And what happens is, is that we want to make sure that they are financially autonomous, no matter what happens through the rest of their life. And so whether it's a divorce, obviously there's a lot of physical, emotional, mental baggage that comes along with that, but then there's also the financial side of that. So again, we actually have Amy Lawson, who is actually a divorce financial advisor. She's certified in that. And so a lot of times she comes in as a mediator and helps to kind of divvy up the assets a little bit. So it can be a very tough thing. But again, um, we always tell people after any devastating event, do not try to make any major financial decisions for at least 12 months, no matter where you think you're going to live or no matter where you think you want to live, you more than likely will not end up there. And so again, this is where it just comes down to taking a breath, making sure that you're safe, making sure that you're okay until we really truly figure out the next step. Well, if someone is facing that, it's good to know that you've got somebody with expertise. In fact, that is their specialty, is dealing with divorce, getting into retirement. How refreshing is that? So we've become, we've become very good at working with subject matter experts who are at the top of their game. They understand their expertise. And really what people are looking for is they want to know that they're surrounded by people that can take care of their needs. So we've built up a professional infrastructure to make sure that each of these people can take care of their specific needs. And I think as our firm has grown over the years, this has become more significant. We talk about Chris and Shane, they're strategic CPAs that we work with. Um, we've got tax planning attorneys, estate planning attorneys, mortgage 
mortgage brokers. Uh, Amy Lawson, again, is certified in divorce. Um, so we have a lot of specialty asset people that we can go to. And again, that infrastructure has been in place for quite some time. And we will, again, rebuild that as we need to or bring new people into the fold. But a lot of our clients really appreciate that. Of course. And and so we're talking about things that might be a little, you know, awkward to ask. And, and one of them is leaving the kids, you know, our legacy, if you will. And some kids may be in different situations. I know I've got family that, that they've got two special needs kids. That becomes a whole nother thing about leaving money. And, and is that an area that you guys deal with? Of course, it's an extremely important area of retirement and retirement planning as a whole, titling of assets as well, putting beneficiaries on IRAs, listing all these things out, making sure that they're in place because we want to set them up now and keep updating these throughout the years because it's so important that, you know, if something does happen, everything's already set up, you're not becoming a burden on your family where they have to divvy up whatever it may be. So, and you know, titling of assets is very important as well because when it comes to qualified monies, things like IRAs and 401ks, you're forced to put a beneficiary and a percentage amount on those. So the title, the assets automatically go to whoever is listed. But when it comes to things like a house or a car, how those are titled are very important. So whether you own them in joint rights of survivorship or if you're a sole owner of those, it really plays a big role in the overall picture of how those assets are going to get divvied up or who they're automatically going to go to. So it's really important, you know, once a year, twice a year, look at how your assets are titled, look at your beneficiaries and your IRAs, make sure everything's in order. That really is important, especially with the estate plan, to make sure that those beneficiaries are there as well. And so here's a question. Do I have to continue to save in retirement? I mean, I've been saving my whole life. I'm done, right? <laughs> well, I, I believe that you do. I mean, you do get to a certain point, and I want everyone to listen to this. You get to a certain point in your life where you have defined who you are financially. So maybe it's 1.3, maybe it's 2.5, maybe it's 5.2 million, who knows what that is. But the point is, is that once you get to that point, your financial situation is not going to change very much. And so there's some people in their heads, they have this certain number that they really want to get up to, and that's fine. But the other thing is, is that as you evolve into retirement, you also become more financially vulnerable. You realize the deeper that you get into retirement, the, the more that you cannot go back to work, the more that you don't have earning power. And so again, there's a lot of people that want to realize, okay, while I can save, I want to save for as long as I can. So you never know what's going to come down the pike. And I've never had any client say, look, I have way too much money. <laughs> well, that's, I can see that. Yes. And, and um, so what about working in, in retirement? We've had discussions before about people work because they want to, and unfortunately, some people work because they have to. Let's go with the former. Let's talk about working because you want to. That's a, that's a good idea. Right. And that's one of the biggest questions is, am I doing this for financial gain or am I doing this for a hobby? Because a lot of people, they worked all those years and they didn't have a hobby outside of work because work was all they did. It's all they knew what to do. So when they get into retirement, it's hard. Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so when they get into retirement, it's hard for them to find those hobbies, all they know how to do. And I mean, they have, a lot of them have great work ethics. So they just go back to work. So now on the other hand, some people, and this is where creating that financial plan becomes really important, where you may need to go back to work or in this case, you know, extend your working years a couple of years. If somebody, you know, oh, I really want to retire at 63. 
we run a financial plan, it may look better at 64 or 65. It's going to give you a much bigger cushion for yourself to make sure you really don't have to ever go back to work after you stop. So I like to think, you know, if once you stop working, let's make that the last time you have to go back to work. It's different if you want to go back. But if we're going to create a financial plan for you, let's come up with an age that once you stop working at the age, you do not have to go back to work for that. All right. I, I like that. Boy, that'd be a, a, the perfect plan, right? And um, I, I like this one, too. It's, it's you know, gets, getting back to kids and, and grown kids, and obviously they have different careers and different things and all of that. And one may, uh, you know, be quite successful. The other may not and keep coming to you for money. Eric, uh, is it good cop, bad cop? Um, I like to be the bad cop and I will tell that child no more. <laughs> wow. Just that simple. <laughs> yeah. It's that simple. I mean, look, you cannot, you cannot work your entire life, be taking care of your children and sacrifice your own retirement. If you're going to come in to see me, I'm here to help you. And, you know, if your goal truly is retirement, we're going to focus on your retirement first. Your kids become second, and that's after we've taken care of your income needs, factor it in inflation, making sure that you have plenty of income for the rest of your life, taking care of your asset allocation, making sure that we have taken care of your long-term care needs. Your kids will come second. They are a goal and an objective. That is something that you would like to achieve. And that's what a lot of people have to realize. So again, you've got that tough financial love where you have to step in and say, no more. And we actually almost had to have a phone call with a woman because it was my client's son's ex-girlfriend who she was still funding on a monthly basis. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was ready to pick up the phone. And she said, no, Eric, I'll take care of this. I mean... It doesn't make any sense. Well, she's such a nice girl. I'm glad she's a nice girl, but she's plenty <laughs> capable to work. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. So well, when we when we nip that in the bud, that was a good thing. But yeah, you know, you cannot sacrifice your own retirement for someone else. That's for sure. Sure. And and again, folks, if you want Eric to be the bad cop, sounds like he enjoys it. Uh, <laughs> why, why don't you give him a call right now? I have a badge. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, everybody out there, if you're listening, um, again, if you're looking for a second opinion, you really feel like you're not heading in the right direction. You feel like you're in the financial no man's land. Give us a call. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you've saved at least $500,000 for retirement, give us a call today, 1-800-779-1942. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee reports, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's see where that plan takes you. If you're interested in your very own retirement income strategies, we'll show you ways to to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, give us a call at 1-800-779-1942. Great idea, folks. Take advantage of it. It's an opportunity to sit down with Eric and his team and, and put together a financial roadmap. It's a practical financial review. I know a lot of you are thinking, well, maybe I should just get a second opinion. Yep, you probably should. And a phone call will do it. 800-779-1942. Eric said five callers right now. 
get that comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that he just talked about. And you walk out the door with a roadmap that will help get you to where you need to be in retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, a busy week for listeners sending us questions. We'll tackle as many as we can when we come right back. We are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney, Joseph Lanza joining us as well. And, uh, of course, uh, WealthWorks Radio, where uh, Eric runs the show. Uh, He says he has a badge. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) He's president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph is a fiduciary. And and, uh, I learned something about Joseph today that um, is interesting. Joseph, you are a born and bred Floridian. I am. I am. There's few of my kind here. That's right. I was going to say nobody's from. Yeah. Yeah. I like to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I'm really thankful right now. You know, sometimes in the summer I, I complain, but right now, you know, hearing what's going on up north with that snow, I'm just smiling right now. So, right. Well, but I think, I think what that does, Joseph, is it brings a, an interesting perspective to people who aren't from Florida, but to, so that you've got an inside track to things, you know, just from, from growing up there. I think that that's a probably, not probably, I think that's a real advantage that you bring to the table. Yeah, I mean, if somebody's if somebody's new to, to town, I'm definitely their their best concierge service here is just showing them around and and I can give them the best spots. But you know, being here, my family's all from up north as well, so it's even worse because nobody, you know, just me and my sisters are from down here, so uh, it's kind of rare. But but I like it. You yeah. know, I get to meet a bunch of people that are all from up north, so it's really a melting pot down here. Nobody's really from Florida but me. So the funny <laughs> thing is, he tries to have street cred because he's like, hey, I got family from Jersey. Yeah, I'm that's like, right. yeah. You, you have right. family from Jersey, but you're not from Jersey. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a little different. It counts. <laughs> it doesn't it count. Counts. Just because you go up there and eat pizza once in a while it doesn't give you street cred to be from Jersey. Well, <laughs> in my eyes, it does. <laughs> okay. All right, let's jump into a couple of questions here while we have some time. Robert's in a stereo, and he is wondering, he says, I have money in certificates of deposit, uh, and I'm charged fees for withdrawing from these accounts. I want my money to be able to grow in an account, uh, but I also want to be able to withdraw from it without any fees if needed. What kind of other accounts can I invest money in? I mean, how do CDs even exist anymore? I mean, the the rates have got to be abysmal. And what people don't realize, too, is when they go get these CDs, not only are the rates horrific, but you are sent a 1099 at the end of the year. So, you know, on the 0.7% that you've made, you're going to pay more than half of that back. This is the easiest way and the safest way to lose money over time with inflation. I mean, it's so insane that a CD even exists anymore. There are other alternatives. Um, it just depends on what your what your needs are. But boy, if you're really worried about inflation with this year and even taxes, that's a hor- horrible place to have them. And what's even worse is when we see 
precious IRA money sitting in a CD. Shame on these bankers who are putting IRA money into CDs. That is That should actually be outlawed. I mean, that shouldn't even be a thing. But unfortunately, we see, again, you have to remember any IRA money that you have out there, don't put it in an annuity. Don't put it in somewhere that's going to stunt your growth. Don't put it into a CD. It's just the craziest thing. So again, Robert, there's plenty of alternatives for your CDs out there. We just had to figure out your own personal goals and objectives. I had somebody once say that was a certificate of disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. 800-779-1942, Robert, if you want to learn some more, sit down with the team. Uh, Eric is, or Eric, no, Gary is in Fort Myers Beach. He says, my spouse and I are 79 and 77 years old. We have $2 million in assets, want to transfer some of that to our grandchildren when we pass. Instead of giving them each a set amount all at once, is it possible to give them certain amounts over the years? So the strategy that we would use here is gifting, and the gifting actually the gifting amounts per person uh, actually just went up recently. So it went from fifteen thousand to sixteen thousand. Now the interesting thing is, if Gary and his spouse, because they're married, that means it's going to be a total of thirty-two thousand per grandchild. So that could be thirty-two thousand per grandchild per year. And also, depending on how old those grandchildren are, if they are going into college, um, they can also front load a five twenty nine plan, meaning that's fifteen thousand dollars a year. However, they do let you do five years upfront on that, so you could put uh, seventy five thousand dollars per grandchild in that upfront. So it really starts to allow you to, you know, start peeling away from that two million dollar assets. A lot of grandparents don't want you know, their grandchildren getting hundreds of thousands of dollars when they're in their, you know, late teens or early 20s, they would rather strategize it and give it to them slowly over time, making sure that they're still using it. And a lot of people like to still be around when they're giving these gifts to their grandchildren, they necessarily don't want to be, you know, have passed and then have their grandchildren get these gifts, they want to be able to see them enjoy it and use it for the things that they want them to use it for. I really like the sound of that of being able to enjoy it and watch it and, and uh, kids out there, be nice to grandma and grandpa. Right. <laughs> That's the best part is being able to watch, you know, someone enjoy the gift you're giving them. Exactly. All right. So, uh, Gary, again, 800-779-1942 is the uh, phone number. Patricia's in Punta Gorda. Uh, she says, can IRAs be held jointly by spouses? Uh, they cannot be. Uh, so IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account, and that's really what we're focusing on is the individual part of it. So that cannot be. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I mean it's a logical question, but, I mean, the way to do that is, is essentially to make sure that your spouse is your beneficiary. That's exactly right. And right now, instead of the – with the SECURE Act, that actual – um, let's say that your spouse does pass away, that actually does become your IRA. So that money gets moved into your IRA. Um, and so, inst but that happens after death. Um, so after your spouse passes away, they can be combined into one. Okay. All right. 800-779-1942. Uh, Jeremy is in Naples. He says, I'm 51 years old. My wife and I are without a retirement plan. Now that our son is through college, we're thinking about our financial future and retirement. We have three life insurance policies with a total cash value of about $160,000 and $50,000 in cash for our emergency fund. Should we remove some or all of that cash and invest in a Roth IRA, what's a good strategy to help get us to retirement by our full retirement age at 67? So the best strategy for you guys is to have an income plan done. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that the income plan ends up 
answering an awful lot of questions that people have. People are making very quick, irrational decisions based on what they think is going to happen. And so again, what you wanna do is you wanna take a look at your tax brackets right now. You wanna take a look at your tax brackets in the future, and there may be better ways to financially bridge the gap uh, between now and full retirement age. And so again, a lot of times we're strategizing. You know, you have three people who have been in the business for a very long time that are actually looking over this. So you have a lot of brain horsepower there. And again, it's taking the emotions out of all of that. So again, what we really wanna concentrate on right now is to figure out how to best get you through the next 30 years of your retirement. And I promise you that that income plan will answer an awful lot of those questions. All right, fair enough. And and again, this has been a great show, guys. And and uh, it's always interesting to get the insight. And I know that, that Eric, you know, we had talked before, and I know with with COVID things changed, but the but the foundation for retirement, um, you know, you guys had done have done just such a remarkable job. Are are, are you going to try to bring those back next year or this year? I'm sorry, in 2022. I don't know. I mean, I, I know for the first six months, not so much. Uh, possibly for the next, you know, the last six months, it's it's very possible. Um, you know, the thing is, is that we've been so busy. Um, between the radio show and, and everything that, you know, we're not, I, I don't want to pull people out. We see where people are still doing the ridiculous dinner seminars, yep. but I, I just don't feel that people are ready to go out in public to go to those type of things uh, just yet. And I don't want to be responsible for that. So we're going to sit back on the sidelines for a little while and wait for that to happen. Sure. Well, that makes perfect sense. And, and, uh, but you know, you, you continue to put education at the forefront of what you do at, you know, at retirement wealth. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's the number one thing that we have to do. I think all of our clients through the years, they've been a lot more educated. You know, these markets lately have been very tumultuous. They've been very volatile. But you know what? Through the communication that we have with our clients, we know that we're going to get through these difficult times. And they realize that. But again, there's still a lot of people out there who have a lot of reasonable doubt about their current financial situation. And those are the people that we continually help. And, you know, again, so folks, if you've got any questions, you want to talk with Eric, maybe ask him those difficult questions. It's 800-779-1942. And on that note, Eric, why don't we just invite folks to call one last time today? Sounds good, Steve. Hey, everybody out there, thank you again so much for listening. We appreciate the feedback that we've gotten throughout the year. If you're out there and you feel like you're in a financial no man's land or you just need a second opinion, give us a call today. Let's write that financial plan for those who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. We're going to take the next five callers and we're going to run all the reports for you. The fee reports, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where it leads you. Let's see where that financial plan takes you into your retirement. So if you're interested in retirement income strategies, we'll show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. Again, we just want to get you reacquainted with your portfolio. 1-800-779-1942. We're standing by. And uh, folks, again, it's a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together with Eric and his team. They can take a lot of that complex financial world. They understand. They can break it down, make it clear for you to understand. It is an excellent chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And it's that phone call away, 800-779-1942. Five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You will see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have 
a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So you've got nothing to lose. Call right away while you're thinking of it right now. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Well, Eric and Joseph, always a pleasure. This is one of my favorite hours of the week is to just have these conversations. Well, I mean, the, the, the ground covered today is so important for folks to hear. I believe it, Steve. Steve. I mean, there's a lot of people, again, we're, we're seeing a lot of people coming through the front door um, that have a lot of needs, and we're, we're very grateful for that. Well, again, so let's uh, let's go ahead and put a wraps on today. And, and uh, so what do you want to leave us with, Eric? Hey, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Stay positive, test negative, have a great week, and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors in this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered an investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or the assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosures of conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information.